Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity, a show about weirdos, with your hosts, John Fahey, Aaron Peter, and Matt Brutzon. Hello, folks. Welcome to Profiles in Eccentricity. It's a show about weirdos. Doggone it. My name is John Fahey. I am your host, John Francis, John Boy. Joining me as ever, Izzy Jizzy Jeff. Hey. No. He's the Fresh Prince Albert. Mike. Aaron Joseph Peter. And yours <laughs> To your oh. right, my left, handsome Matt Brousseau, Cape Cod, Cape Cod. Hello. Hi. <laughs> Frenchman Hitch. Who was that? I don't know. Like, cool sound effect. It was a cool sound effect. Yeah. So, uh, when you showed up, I demanded you... you have some kind of response to the porno I sent you. Yes, which was uh, honey. I blew everybody. You want to describe with the with the yeah? Uh, it's you got a couple fellas, you got a couple, mm-hmm. and then you got a lot of names. You got a lot of names running down the Frank. side because it's mm-hmm. Chester. It's this woman, and um, there's two guys in tidy whities, which is a choice. I'm probably thinking, what do you think? Like 89, 91. Yeah, it has that kind of look. Big hair, mm-hmm. sorta. Yeah, um, and like um, just that that kind of cover where it's like. Not washed out. Yeah, the but co- like, yeah. There is something. There is something weird with the colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, like the whole thing's a lens flare. Yeah, the the yeah. the design team was, and then the font they chose. It all kind of blends. Yeah, but it's honey. I blew dot dot dot. Everybody, everybody. Uh, shout out to Ron Jeremy getting sent to a mental institution. Did he? Yeah. For what? Well, rape. <laughs> But uh, yep. he's been in court for a while, and mm-hmm. they're, you know they they made a case that he was an unfit uh, to stand trial. Yeah, he looks like shit. Oh my god, he looks like fucking Gollum and Gandalf they, together. They unfit to stand trial? Well, yeah. you know, it could be a tactic. that lawyers yeah. are like, just look like shit, dude. He's wearing like a n He's wearing like a mask, you know, but mm-hmm. like and then like just white hair. Or dro- it yeah, looks like probably aging a lot. In jail, you know what's really yeah. bad? This is fucked up. You want, do you want to hear a really bad take? Yeah. This is a really bad take. Sure. It's a real bad take. Cool. Yeah. It's really kind of like shitty justice that this rapist can go to jail and suck his own dick. <laughs> I don't know if he's that limber anymore. No, probably not. He's, he's, a, he's a. I don't know, man. He's a fat guy. I think man. once you can reach, dude, you're not letting that go. <laughs> then why do you have to rape? Yeah, I know. It doesn't. It's... Or maybe he just sucks at it. Yeah, maybe he never got good at sucking his own dick. Did you ever watch his doc? Mm-mm. I did. Um, and yeah. I, I remember. Um, yeah, it's uh, and they talk about like uh, you know, and like they're they're talking to, like regular people in the street, and like there's some dudes, and they're like, <laughs> they're like yeah, he's Jewish. <laughs> they're all they're all pumped. He's Jewish. Probably not pumped he's Jewish now, you know what I mean? No, I can't imagine. <laughs> um, but then girls were talking about, uh, uh, what? Sucking his dick? No, just keep going. Then girls were talking about, like, how, um, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a, it's a big dick, but it's squishy. Yeah, it's squishy. Yeah. It's a lot of sinew. Not, yeah, I, I, not yeah. a rock hard. Yeah, he's a, he's a shower. Hard skull crack. He's a shower, he's yeah. not a grower. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I just remember seeing, I would, you know, when we would be out doing like comedy in Hollywood, like he'd be uh, he'd be out all the time in like mm-hmm. a Saturn or something. Yeah, a real shitty Saturn. Yeah, 
and you'd like be driving on the street and you you look and you see the, the some fucking Ron Jeremy driving this and you're like it is Ron Jeremy driving yeah. his yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. shitty status. and he's like always got a flat yeah oh dude he's right he's riding like the tiny spare yeah you know the tiny hand wheel yeah yeah not a good look and just like cruising like yeah. wherever he's going he's basically trying to you know pick up. Do you, uh, you want to tell about Lauren? Go ahead. I think we've talked about it on the show before. But. <laughs> Our friend Lauren was like, she got like this, this series of voicemails from Ron Jeremy. This she, is, she probably met her at the store, at the comedy store, probably. Uh, yeah, and she also had friends that were like in porn or, you know, whatever. So Makeup artists for porn. Makeup artists for porn. Yeah. But uh, she got just this, this this series of voicemails where he was like, hey, uh, you know, uh, we're going to this after party. And... Yeah. Uh, Bunch of good guys. Yeah, and uh, is that the Best Western? And no, no. And then, then, then they keep moving locations, and it gets progressively and worse. Pro- and it just gets to like a like a Ramada Inn, like a Days Inn. Oh God! And then it was like, yeah, you know, good guys. Good, we got a bunch of guys here. We got some coke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> Day, days Inn. Yeah, like, and then it's like, yeah, we got some synth coke. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A couple yeah. of good guys. It's a Nights Inn. Yeah. One guy. Uh, I don't know. It's like it's four voicemails throughout the night where it starts at a Hyatt and ends up. At oh, a fucking God. vagabond in. Yeah, 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 yeah. Over here in Glendale, we found an alleyway in Glendale. <laughs> yeah. I yeah I've 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 only heard a few times about somebody being unfit. Just in, like that's like you're like a blubbering mess. Like, <laughs> I mean, you gotta see what he looks like. I guess, man. Yeah, <sighs> I mean, he didn't look good a while ago. No, now his hair's all white. His face is like melting off the bone. It's crazy too, man. You know, he really hung in there. Um, <laughs> like, uh-huh. you know, he had a, a lot of um, non-sex roles. He, he was yeah. he stayed in porn for a very long time. Yeah, it's crazy. And even then, couldn't. Uh-uh. You know, when you're in it, in the time that he was in it, and you don't make anything out of it, really, like mm. really substantially, like yeah. set yourself up or, <laughs> or, or move on into a directorial or, or mm. some other thing, yeah. then you're just like, well, I'm just a pervert and I'm, I like getting noticed and I try and fuck. Yeah, but even, but even that documentary I'm talking about, like that was like early 2000s. Like that's long after, you know, fucking when he was with Phil Prince in Manhattan. Right. Yeah, but it is 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I mean... He really has no excuse, is what I'm saying. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He definitely doesn't. No, yeah, he's yeah. one of the few like you know name recognizable porn stars. You just yeah. say the name and you know it. Should have saved his money. <laughs> and it was a thing too, where like it seemed like we did have like the nice answer to John Holmes. It was like oh, ain't him, and, nope. and it turns nope. out no. Yeah, you're like fuck. He's a scumbag too. Shit. Yeah, it's probably Peter North or something. Yeah, Peter North is on Adam. Tom Cole. Byron maybe. Yeah, hey, Diane. <laughs> This look good. Peter North was on Joe Rogan, um, Adam Carolla's podcast like <laughs> ten years ago. Yeah, like when Adam when Adam Carolla was like one of the only podcasts around. Yeah, really. yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and he had Peter North on. He was just like a normal dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's cool. Uh, yeah, he did. Uh, he did some. Uh, he did some gay stuff. Yeah, break into the industry. Yeah, and then oh just, really? Yeah, to break in really. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's that's, how, that's the way to do it. <laughs> he had Christy Canyon on at a live. I went to a live Adam Carolla show one time and met Christy Canyon. Wow, and she was. They were both in the first porno I had. Yeah, the first one. And so at both times, I feel like he made such great compliments. <laughs> I think to Christy Canyon, he said it must be so great that like you've just got this great, you know. 
you know, rack that's such a great magnet for taking loads that, like, you don't have to take them on your face, you know? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> she was like, yeah, it was pretty nice. I, like, <laughs> I don't have to take a bunch on my face. And then for, like, I think to Peter North, he was like, you know, it's kind of, it's must be, it's great that you're, like, you know, this tall, athletic guy, plus you have a big cock, and then it shoots big loads. <laughs> Good compliment, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like, you know, you got the hair, you got the yeah. physique, you know, and then you got a nice big cock. Yeah. <laughs> plus it comes a lot. It's crazy. Yeah. So stupid. What a gift. Ugh. Matt, I understand you have something for us today. That's true, John. Is it Peter North's secret? Well, I assume it's a lot of water, hydrating. Celery. He works out a lot. Mm. Probably doesn't drink with that much. Mm. Oh, real quick, I got to do a plug. Uh, February 18th uh, at The Good Night, I am doing stand-up hey, comedy. Hey, all right. The Good Night in North Hollywood, California? Yes, at Avatar 2. And Jamie Loftus is headlining. She's super funny. So if you're in the wow, area, hey, come all right. out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, Greg Edwards will be on. Hey, nice. Oh, Greg's great. Stand-up yeah. comedy. Yeah, that's a good show. Catch it. Yeah, catch it live. Um, 8 o'clock, Saturday, February 18th. Nice. At the Avatar 2 show. Avatar 2 show, brought to you by the Bussy Boss. Joe K. Yeah. Gotta have him back on. Yeah, dude. I miss him. The Staten Island Ferry? Mm. <laughs> That's good. I call him Bussy Phillips. Mm. <sighs> That's good. You like that? Yeah. Bussy Phillips. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna spring that on him next time he shows, see what he thinks. Big Bus. <laughs> Big Sopranos. <laughs> nice. All right, Matt, I'm excited about this one because uh, I've seen some of the ephemera uh, the, yeah, the, the yeah. lying around. around. Yeah. Personalia. Yeah. No, you got to put it somewhere, you know? Yeah. Just leave it around. And uh, this one this one sounds really interesting <clears throat> because it goes into the world of the comic book, which yeah. Aaron and I enjoy. I, yeah, I've, I've, uh, I get that sense that you guys have some sort of, uh, like... Funny rags. An inclination. You know? uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the picture books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so, so the uh, the main profile we'll we'll get to eventually. Uh, uh, recommended from a listener, uh, Patrick Z. Thank you, Patrick. Thanks, Pat. Uh, but first, I, I want to tell you about uh, kind of uh, the, the the brief history of comic book advertising. Mm, please do. Okay, and this comes from uh, these uh, a couple Canadian lads, uh, Bart Beatty and Benjamin Wu. Their study. Advertising American comic books, 1934 to 2014. Hey, that's a pretty long stretch. That'll that'll really mm. summarize it for you. Okay, so uh, um, the comic book industry can largely be broken into two categories. A mass audience of children and a niche audience of adults. Mm. Hmm. Sounds right. Uh, and now, so th- there's been an ebb and flow throughout uh, comic book advertising history uh, between these two. Mm. And you can see this ebb and flow reflected in the the amount of advertisements and the type of advertisements that are used. You bet. And then eventually, the comic books with no advertising, those are largely for the more adult yes. adver- uh, yeah. reader because the price of the advertisements is built into the price of the book. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, and uh, I believe there was um, uh, one of the quotes they used is that uh, the, the comic books... Uh, Eventually, would be viewed for children as mm. as sort of like a uh, a free lunch. Right. Mm. The advertiser, the advertising is what's the whole point of the comic. Right. 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 So, like most major magazines are today. Exactly. Right. Yeah. It was it was a thing too. So uh, the the era I was growing up in in the in the early nineties, um, when I was starting to go as a little boy, my grandfather would take me and he would give me like twenty bucks on Friday, mm-hmm. and he'd be like, just spend that. Mm-hmm. And so then you you, you would kind of, you know, like what cover looks exciting is a right. big thing. Mm-hmm. You sure, know? sure. But, you know, the ads did kind of trash it up. 
You yeah. Didn't, oh, you, yeah, yeah. You didn't realize it until they were gone. And you were getting like those Marvel Knights type books, yeah, mm-hmm. where you kind of saw it without, and you were going like, "Yeah, man," because um, a lot of times the it would be for a new video game, mm-hmm. um, yeah, a lot of like Nintendo Power shit, uh, mm-hmm. ne- uh, uh, Sega genre movies like uh, Doctor Giggles, mm-hmm. yeah, with the knife, with the knife, mm-hmm. yeah, that was a big comic book ad. Um, a lot of role playing games, mm-hmm. yes, that D- was D&D big type of stuff, yes, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, good advertise. I mean, they're na- they're nailing the demo, yeah. yes, exactly. yeah. They by yeah. then they had got it, yeah. Um, Do you remember this one where it's like, it's guys in suits as like Spider-Man and Green Goblin and like Doc Ock and they're all like hovering over one of them playing like a video game? Oh, it was a lot. Like they put them, they put actors in suits and you were- That's so smart. It was a very cool ad that I remember. Yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, that seems familiar. Because there was, yeah, there was some, there was Spider-Man video game or something like that. But then like the format too, like they would break it up and they would have like- you know, there'd be like letters things in the middle, like, and you were going like, all of this is distracting from the story. Yeah, yeah. like, like I don't. It was at why, least a third of the book. Like, why is fucking you know? Well, well, be, well. I mean, so I think even back then, if you had been drawn to more towards the type of comic books you're reading now, you wouldn't have seen those. But the comic books you were reading back then, yeah, would be like they're also single issues. Wolverman five hundred. Wolverman? Wolverine. Yeah, Wolverman. <laughs> Wolverine Wolverine 500. It'd be yeah. like, okay, it's like... Yeah. Because you, you, as an adult reader, you don't need the 500th. Right. Wolverine. Yeah. You need, like, a, a series... Yeah, you're, you're, as an adult, you're buying, you know, you're, dry, you're buying the trade paperback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to... The kid, the, the kid on the newsstand has only four bucks. Yeah. yeah. So he's getting the issue. Yeah. And right. he's, not, exactly. he's, not, he's not waiting for the trade. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> no patience. These fucking idiots. These dumb <laughs> kids, man. Uh, okay, so um, when comic books started, they were generally ad-free. Uh, in the 40s and 50s, they began, and this is where the, the advertising peaked, the amount of advertising they used. Um, and then there were three large contractions in oh. the comic book ad in, uh, business. The first was the 50s when television hmm. arrived, and, and mass, mar- mass marketing on television arrived. Uh, the 70s, the newsstands collapsed. Mm. Not literally. Um, that would have been. A they were problem. built pretty fine. They were actually built to code. Yeah, 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 yeah. Was that something to do with the hostages? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> the gas prices. And then in the nineties, there's a speculator boom, of course, mm. or bubble. Yeah, um, where a lot of people realizing that you know things like you know Action Comics number one or certain comics had value. Oh, yeah. uh, that then they started just buying them up. With the purpose of selling them later, yeah. and that yeah. infl- that deflated their value. Yes. One of the things you got at the comic book store was the price guide, and you would buy, yeah, and yeah. you would buy it year after year, yeah. expecting to see these wild swings. Yeah. Yeah. Ghost Rider twelve, <laughs> yeah, twelve cents, yeah, yeah. So if I get Ghost Rider three hundred, three hundred cents. So in the thirties, just in general advertising, uh, merchants, manufacturers, advertisers, they started to market to children directly. Uh, um, there wasn't there, there wasn't really an option b- before that, and then comic books. Once they started running ads in the forties, they also figured this out. They could it, it was a medium where they could advertise directly to children, and cut out the middleman, their parents, mm-hmm. so their kids don't have to go. Mom, can I buy this? They'd be like, Hey, I want this. Hey, and, kids, tell your parents that you yes. want. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the yeah the parents yeah, would be like, your doctor you're, about- <laughs> you're gonna read this comic book. The yeah. kid would say, yeah, it's it's the axe to your doctor, yeah. basically. Yeah, uh, and so there would be ads for for national brands like Tootsie Rolls and Schwinn and Necco wafers and uh, yeah, good, good old Necco wafers. Ugh, I don't know if I've had one. Don't you like flavored chalk sliced yeah, into kid, discs? Yeah, kids love them. Hmm. 
Uh, yeah, it's a real. It's insane that it's even still around. Uh, but then there would also be things like uh, like this. This is 1942. Jim Prentice announces his super electric football. Yeah. So that looks like a little electronic game. Yeah. So it's just an electronic. It's just a a, a flat board with a small current under it, and your players. Just, you might recognize it from Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey. Yeah. As one of the games they play, death yeah. is electric football. Yeah. Oh. And wow. there's electric baseball too. It's just. It's just. A, it's there's no skill involved. Yeah. It's yeah. It's just yeah. like what's the randomness of the electric current going to do to your little player on this board? Got right. It. Got and and here's the and uh, for the for the Patreon people. Order early. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Order early. Order before you even read this. Huh? Uh, for the Patreon people, I'll make a little uh, gallery for you. Uh, and this is from uh, 1943. This is bombs or 1945. Bombs away, and uh, it's a it's a fake, 43, huh? Fake cockpit for you to uh, for the kid. It's probably just a pile, oh, pile of cardboard. God. It looked just like this the ad is to you by the OSS. The ad is just a complete mess of words Tax. and These nothing not like reading. this. Just madness. Yeah. Oh boy, more fun than a three ring circus. And uh, here's a, this is a. Uh, a collection of rubber masks. Oh, I bet those oh, are terrifying. Yeah, those are the ones that Joker used in the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah. It would probably you'd probably suffocate to death. I, I also like there's also they included Minstrel. As a character? Oh God, yeah. yeah. That's oh, there's a really black face bad. mask. Yeah. yeah, there's a black face oh, mask. Oh, well, it is. I mean, they it, it is I, a minstrel I mask. I guess yeah. it is better than putting on. Yeah, black I guess face. it's kind of a cultural commentary. Hey, we're having a party. Make sure someone dresses. All right, we got Min- we got Mickey Mouse, we got the Devil. Uh, where's Minstrel? Yeah, we're we're in one of those uh, white. It's they've redlined the district, so yeah, we can't have God. any of our. Somebody here is going to be a senator one day. Where's the Minstrel Man? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only way to get in. You got to do it. People go to parties and be like, "What if I was black? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah." Just what that insane, insane. <laughs> like, like, why is that so crazy to you? <laughs> hey, let's pose for pictures. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Let's pose for pictures. Oh God. Uh, okay, here's a, a couple more. This is from 1952. Holy shit! Hey, hey what? Ten free stamps with Hitler's face on them. They're scarce. They're Ten? all different. Yeah. Hey, we'll send them free. Yeah. Was well, also free of like a baby's first mind complex. Ten, Ten scarce stamps. Yeah. All different. Sent free. Okay, first of all, is he like smiling and first stuff? First of all, like, first of all, we gotta pr- get rid of these. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah the, 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 the price is definitely right. It's free. They're scarce. They're, they're all in Brazil. <laughs> it was made. It says uh, why? What the fuck? They said it was, it was made in a place that doesn't exist anymore. So they they, the eagles nest. they can't yeah it's a bunker yeah they can't have, they have no use for them and it's like but why are they do they work I guess they're collectible yeah you really want to set the tone on your I think I think uh your, Bert Kreischer owns all those now here's a, <laughs> <laughs> that's how it started that's yeah, how, yeah, yeah. no I think um you know uh. I think ever 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 since the war, um, you know, uh, like there was just fascination, and, and and I think maybe that's the thing they would think. You know who I bet is are, are weirdos for Nazis is this, those comic book kids yeah. that yeah, you know yeah. probably are going to kill us one day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, then they wouldn't be the only ones. You know, it's yeah. No, I mean, I'm like 
you know, like I talked about this before, but like, like I told you, like the Ramones, like even the Jewish ones, they were all fascinated with Nazis. They wanted mm-hmm. to dress up like Nazis on the cover of their albums. Yeah. It, it had, you know, especially in the 70s, 80s when they had like, you know, that Ilsa shit. Mm-hmm. There was like, it was just like a dark, perverse exploitation. Yes. And there is. A, and it's a repurposing of this there, fear. And yeah, there's an allure to, you know, this thing of like this unspeakable evil in recent history. In And and. And they're in like incredible outfits. Incredible, Hugo <laughs> Boss designed yeah, outfits. Yeah, yeah, like there's something about it where you, you got to be like, well, it is fascinating, yeah. you know. So, anyway. Okay. Well, one that, more. Now that I, now that now that I made this huge campaign for why? Yeah. All right, what? stay tuned, folks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I uh, all right. A lot uh, of bad takes this episode. Yeah, it's all right. Uh, one more. This is from uh, this is from 1956. Exciting ant farm. Exciting ah. ant farm. Yeah, this was a huge. This was a yeah. huge one. We had one in, in when I was like in third uh, third grade. My class yeah. had an ant farm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ant farms were huge. This that is kind of cool. Yeah, not a bad one. This is 1956. And hey, you, kids, and bring. You know your mom wants ants in her house. Yeah, yeah. Bring them in. Yeah, but, uh, but do they, what do they grow? Well, I mean, if you look look at the picture, John, they have uh, yeah. they have a farm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they build. Yeah, they build the farm. Yeah. You Educational. To, you get to see what their their you know their their underground society looks like. Yeah. Fascinating. Uh, Two ninety eight. Uh, what are we thinking for inflation? Too much. Maybe fifteen bucks. I don't know. Twenty yeah, bucks. I'm guessing twenty bucks. Yeah, twenty bucks. That's probably right. Probably. That's too much. Uh, yeah, but not, that's fine, you know. No. Hey, kids. I got uh, ants already. Pal. Hey, anybody listening to this right now? Yeah, yeah dude, dig up your backyard. You can find them. Uh, okay, so so that's fifty six, and and that'll that'll come up again. But what happens in, uh, in in you know for most of these ads, the real thing is is not so much the product that they're selling you, it's that it gets you on a mailing list. Right, uh-huh. and so then the companies, then the people who get all of these names, then they can sell the mailing list to someone else. It's like yeah. Facebook. Yeah, it's yeah. basically that. Yeah, fuck. And so what? What happens is in 1954, when the U.S. Uh, Senate Subcommittee on Juvenile Delinquency has their comic hearings mm. about horror comics and all of these things. Yeah, I, 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 I'll, yeah. Tell you, I'll tell you, man, those Hitler's names didn't help. No. Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Can you imagine the mailing list that's getting you on? <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. You'd have yeah. that, that, that probably that, that Jewish guy I did the profile on. He, he'd be in your fucking mailbox. <laughs> white power! <laughs> what? Is it, now what? What kind of stamps did they give you in the white man comics? <laughs> 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 it was more of a, it was like chemical burn. You know? Yeah. Or they would, they would put a, they would put a, a corkscrew in the fire. Tab- <laughs> Cyanide <they> tablets. Yeah. <laughs> These are the ones Goebbels used. Uh, and so uh, in the hearings, it it is in the, the comic code, the eventually that would lead to the comic codes. These hearings, the, the, the senators found that, for instance, the how to hypnotize people advertisement, mm-hmm. um, that the people who replied to it their names and locations were were sold of, of their publishers, and one of the other publishers that it was sold to was also a publisher who um, would send out. You know, so the publishers would get these, and they would send just like a mailing uh, mailers of like, "Hey, you can buy this stuff." Oh, yeah, catalogs. Type catalogs, yeah. And so one of the one of the catalogs was it had a sex manual in it, Ooh. and so parents were going. 
Why is my son getting? I mean, a he's nailer? out here trying to get <laughs> reasonable tools to hypnotize the opposite. <laughs> yes, exactly, exactly. And just run-of-the-mill Hitler stamps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you're trying to educate him on coitus. <laughs> the last thing that's going to happen with this kid is coitus. Yeah, <laughs> he's going to be a Nazi. <laughs> he's going to be a, a Nazi <laughs> hypnotist. Yeah, with X-ray specs on. Can you imagine? Uh, yeah, if you go in and you're, you're your kid is like, yeah, he's doing he's, occult rituals. Yeah, he stamps yeah. an X-ray specs on. Yeah, he's got an ant farm behind him. God damn it, mom! Get the sex manual, you idiot! Jesus Christ! So, uh, so what happens is, is the resulting of this this the subcommittee hearing is that comic code the comics have their own code of conduct, but that also extends to an advertising code of conduct. And they they correct me if I'm wrong, but the comics industry themselves. Yes. Establish the code authority. There, yeah. there, there, there was an understanding like, Let's we won't ourselves. do anything if you guys Le- don't do something. Yeah. yeah. You know, exactly. much like Major League Baseball and steroids. But we was, police uh, ourselves. Yeah. yeah. It was yeah. a lot like, uh, you know, the uh, Civil War and the MCU. Yeah. And just yeah. the Civil War in general in America. Yeah. Are. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. It, 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 yeah. Uh, so, 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 so. It's just like that. Mm-hmm. So then comic book, you know, it was a combination of this advertising code and then comics started, the sales started cratering. Um, the advertising sales started cratering because of the... Yeah, they had to ch- soft pedal this bullshit. No, because children's television. Uh-huh. That's where the advertising money started to go. Uh-huh. So comics, it was a combination of they ha- they couldn't do wild, crazy ads and... Um, they they uh, then lost a lot of like Schwinn and like the big names for going to television. Yeah. So what happens? It's around this time that low quality mail ordering mail order ads mm-hmm. just blow up mm. and take over the comic book ad- advertising market. And that's where <sighs> our profile begins today. Low quality advertising. Yeah. Brought to you. Low by- quality mail order shit. Okay. Like I would imagine this is where like the back page of the comics. Had like twenty ads on them. Yes, so these would be you would see a lot more small ads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even but what we're going to talk about today fits in that genre, but wouldn't would become more, very popular. Okay, to blow out of that. Genre. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool, man. Uh, so um, so we're going to talk about a guy born March thirty first, nineteen twenty six, New York City, Harold Nathan Braunhut. Uh, I most uh, I get all my there was uh, German. He, uh, well, Jewish. Okay. And uh, this is uh, articles in the Seattle Times, 1988, LA Times, 2000, The All, 2011, his obit in the Daily Ter- uh, Telegraph, New York Times article in 2016, and a podcast, a video called Great Big Story that does a very short video uh, history things. So he was born in New York City in 1926. Uh, he later claimed that his family moved to New York City from Memphis in 1931. This would not be the only part of his history that he would change. Nice. His parents were Edward and Jeanette Braunhut. Edward ran a printing shop, and Jeanette's family was in the toy business. Mm. Uh, his uh, his cousin, Harold's cousin, uh, he would later he said they were moderately religious Jewish family, and uh, Harold was probably baptized, and the cousin says, I was probably there. Probably. Interesting. From his memory. Uh, Harold attended the City College of New York and Columbia University Business School. He did not obtain a degree. That was in the 40s. But uh, he would later say he was in the Merchant Marines. Uh, he, he he claims he raced motorcycles under the name of the Green Hornet. Uh-huh. He managed the uh, Flying Squirrel, oh. a.k.a. the diving daredevil Henry Lamont. 
Lamoth, who would, uh, Henry Lamoth, uh, on his birthday at age 70, he dove 40 feet into a kiddie pool of water in, in New York City. Oh my God. And lived? And lived, yeah. He, he's, he was, a, he was a, one of those, uh, he was a diver. Yeah. And during the Depression, he would go around and dive from heights hot. into small... Give you the water rations. Yeah. You know? Yeah, they, they couldn't fill a pool for Somebody piss in this fucking thing. <laughs> and they had to eat the horses, so the horses couldn't die. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, uh, uh, Henry, even at age 70, he was an opening act for Evil Knievel. Cool. Yeah. The Flying Squirrel. That's Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, real thing. Wow. Uh, uh, Braun uh, would also say he was a magician under the name The Great Telepo. Telepo. Yeah. Um, that's in Syria, right? <laughs> you think of you're very kunk about that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Braun had also he also managed um, Joseph Dunninger, aka the Amazing Dunninger. Dunninger, I say. Uh, he who was a magician, a mentalist, famous radio and television magician. Uh, later, he became a guy who would debunk spiritualist phenomena, mm-hmm. uh, and he would do this on TV, do it on the radio. Became very famous for for doing that more than his ma- magic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And he was on a television set for The Amazing Dunninger. Dunninger? I don't know. In the late 60s, that uh, Braunhut met his second wife, um, uh, Yolanda Signorelli. Mm-hmm. Come on, Yolanda! She was, uh, she was an actor in uh, various hot lady roles in 60s bondage movies like Venus and Furs. Oh! And All Women Are Bad. Oh, God! <laughs> Among others. Is that yeah. true? They get, yeah. You gotta tie them up. Shit. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. And Ooh, they, but they also like being tied up. So well, because they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Really? So what do you do? Even shit. even my brain is being tortured. They like being tied. You can't spank them. No. <laughs> they like. But I like. Uh, they would be married in 1968. So now, beginning in the 50s and throughout the rest of his life, Braunhut invented and patented gadgets and toys. And uh, by the end of his life, he would hold 196 patents. Wow. And, uh, uh, you know, late 50s, he invented uh, two types of, he patented two types of eyeglass frames, one with a third eye over the, in the middle, you know, kind of a fun little toy thing. Another it's one. so easy to fucking patent shit back then. Oh, like, oh yeah. What if I put a thing there, patent? No one thought of Nobody's, dumb shit yet. Yeah. 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 You know, everything hey, is what dumb if you put shit. a lid on a toilet seat? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, then it can. 1938. Then it can yeah. talk, yeah. <laughs> Give me that pee-pee. <laughs> I want that pee-pee. <laughs> Tootsies couldn't talk until then. So sad. <laughs> yeah. They go, ah. One of his patents was, uh, quote, amusement device simulating a dagger projecting from a pool of blood. It was. It, it, Did he invent fake puke? No. What about fake dog poop? No. Mm. No. Uh, his, his invention. Would be bigger than both of those. Man. The Whoopi Kashan. Uh, he no. He, 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 <laughs> he also invented. I mean, he, you know, he did a lot of eyeglass stuff. He did a, a, a pair of glasses with rigged, uh, ridged lenses. So they're like, you know, the you know oh, those the ones, raver lenses. Kind of, yeah, but but it, it's without anything. It wasn't um, couldn't see. It wasn't polarized. It, or anything. It, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just ridged. Yeah, like the back of an IROC Z. It's basically yeah, putting a like a you know the, the, a ripple chip. For for eyeglasses, you know, he, he, bridges, man. he's throwing everything at it. Yeah, I mean, go for it, man. You never know what's gonna stick. I mean, so so he would have a, a toy office at Fifth Avenue, New York City, in the same building his of where his mom's uh, family's business was. So you know, there are these season nepo babies. babies. Yeah. It's such a crazy fucking thing, man. 
like to, like toy like like toy inventing toys like yeah you go like what do people want to fuck with <laughs> yeah what do well, people just like, all right take a paddle <laughs> put a string yeah. on it yeah put a ball on that string ball there this is fucking these kids are basically puppies yeah yeah, yeah and it's it's there's it's been it's really hard to find any true understanding of his motivations of why he did this and you'll understand later but. Because there's there's very few interviews with him about like so what what inspired you and I think I I, I imagine it had something to do with with the, he must have really liked magic mm. uh, to become a magician and then work with a magician mm-hmm. uh, and, and well, so then you said you said what was it, his dad or mom in the toy industry mom yeah his mom, mom was yeah. yeah and so you know the the and, and I will touch on it a little bit but like the types of things he's inventing are. It, Personal magic of sorts, right? Mm. And we we can get into that in a little bit, but liquid smoke, remember that stuff? Liquid smoke, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he he invented uh, one of his his uh, toys, and these and these would all be advertised in um, comic books. Mm-hmm. Uh, hair raise amazing hair raising monsters, which was a card. This was patented by him, but it was sold in comic books. It was a card with a monster printed on it, and the monster would quote unquote grow hair. When really, uh, it was actually mineral crystals mm-hmm. when you added water to the cart. Got it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, I mean, you know, cool. he's tinkering. Shrinky dinks. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe his most creative invention was the invisible goldfish. Oh, I think I know where we're going. So what it was is he um, he would sell you, you would... You would uh, a uh, bag of water pay for the invisible goldfish. No, and he would sell you a handbook, fish food, and a glass bowl, and... Uh, and the sign that said "Invisible Invisible Goldfish Do Not Feed," and he said, I, "I guarantee you, you will never see this goldfish." And he said, "That's it sold out. Don't feed it. It sold out immediately. No fucking way." Yeah, he said it. It, it was just selling. It sold out non just nonstop every time. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah, I think we know where this is going. This is great. Uh, he, uh, he, he, he invented, uh, uh, one of it, we didn't invent this, but this was his advertisement. Crazy crabs. These oh. crabs, they're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> it was just hermit crabs. Oh, okay. But he was like, you can, they won't poke you. They won't bite you. You can play with them. You. Yeah. They'll crawl around. Huh. And the advertising w- would be they something. sending those to the mail? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Send all sorts of shit through the mail. I yeah. guess, I guess, yeah, they're up in a fucking shell. Who gives a fuck? Yeah. So, I mean, the Invisible Goldfish, I, I believe, I, I was never able to find the exact time frame, but I believe that was his first big hit. His third big hit was X-Ray Specs. Wow. Nice. And uh, here, let me show you. Uh, now, do they... Uh, so that's, uh, you know, so... That's uh, not up on there. That's not... Oh, yeah. There you go. Sorry. Thank you. There you go. So that's from that's from the packaging. <laughs> and it's... Uh, it's uh, uh, now, this, this was allowed by the comics code? See, yes. See-through clothing? Well... Okie dokie. I think they knew. Yeah. Can, scroll up a little bit so we can see the stupid fucking lenses that are in them. Can you uh, see that? Oh. Because um, they usually have like a uh, a spiral or whatever. Yeah, they like the spiral. Um, I'm going to have to, I'll have to pull There's a lot of detail around this woman's vagina too, by the way. Like, well, John, how else would you know is there? Because the specs aren't. The right. artist is really. There like, we go. Yeah. The artist, it's everything that's in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Yeah. Yes. It's. They're it's just, definitely the most iconic look of any of that yeah. stuff, um, and they're just glasses with pinholes. And here's and here's the ad itself. Yeah, 
I remember um, seeing these just in uh, reprints because I would get reprints of, um, you know, the the old comic books, and they would still yeah. have these old ads with the with the addresses and all this shit that you got here. Oh yeah. Um, no, I mean uh, I I have even, I have some I have some with me uh, that I that I I bought um, uh, on from the back of a comic book. No, 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 no. The, the the newer comics with the old ads. Yeah, yeah. But I always wanted these. I just wanted. I was like, I know, I, I know, it's probably bullshit, but I still wanted. But them. what if? Yeah, I mean, well, John, the good thing, the good news is you can make your own. Um, so, so what? What they are in general? There's, um, it is a. It's. <laughs> it was originally made with feathers. Before uh, he he eventually figured out how to he, make extra specs. <laughs> yeah, with with the with the double cardboard design. Uh-huh. But, uh huh. But what what happens is is is. <laughs> <laughs> when you look through the feathers, uh, they were embedded in cardboard layers, and the veins of the feathers they diffract the light, creating the appearance of two offset images. So when it says, "Oh, see the bones of the hand," all you're seeing is the outline of the hand around a hand. Right. Yeah. So, so it's just the outline of a thing around a thing. Got it. No nipples or nothing. No. Right. Can't see if they're. Big old flapjacks or, or the long eraser tips. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know maybe some, something cool. I don't even something, really know. Yeah, something cool. Yeah. Some some borderless. I like a borderless. Yeah, something, ghost, something, something, yeah, yeah. Ghost, ghost nipples. Yeah, yeah. Um, those are great. Those are really good. Um, yeah, uh, I I I I remember these things that were. They, you know, it's weird because some of this stuff was still going on in the nineties, mm-hmm. and it was kind of great too. Radio flyer. Yeah, it, yeah. it, it was kind of great too, though, because like, or or even like you know, like the wrestling hotlines and stuff like mm-hmm. that. There was just like a lot of stuff aimed at kids, where it was like you could just get taken. Yeah, like and everything, everything, <laughs> yeah. every single thing was a scam. Yeah, every single thing, and you want it, and your parents know it's a scam mm-hmm. because your room is filled with ten, scam ten, scams. ten other scams. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, no, but this is like the, this real, is the real. They're deal. saying this is the real deal, and it's amazing that like. <laughs> We ever became faithful consumers, <laughs> or, yeah, or, or, yeah. Or, or trusted our or trusted our parents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like everything we bought was fucking bullshit. It never works. Yeah, it was all a fucking lie. Well, I mean, I, I mean, I think I, I would say we're all pretty smart about consumption. Uh huh. You, know, you know, I test my drugs. I think I think me and that's Aaron, the only stuff that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think me and Aaron are the same type of uh, we we enjoy a a, a new purchase. I, I yeah, enjoy yeah, a new yeah. purchase even if it's. It's embarrassing, but yeah, I, but like, yeah, hey, no, 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 it's, it's, it's the thrill of the purchase. Yeah, well, there's the search and the find. Yeah, and, and, the, and that delayed, especially with with what we're talking about here, like yeah. the delayed gratification yeah. and, and the the promise. Oh, yeah, and and that I think is kind of what you're buying. That is what you're buying. Is, oh, yeah. is the hope yeah. and the waiting. And well, the, I mean, that's why the advertisement is designed as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like, and again, you know, to to the point, of like what I'm saying, like in the '90s, like. It didn't really change much. Like maybe they had introduced credit cards, and maybe they had a phone number. But for the and most maybe, part, maybe and a disclaimer that it was for entertainment only. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, if you're playing, if you're playing the D and D, your hair's not being blown back by some mythical Wh- goblin. You know? uh, right, right, right. No, but I'm saying like uh, it was still, you know, go, sending a fucking money order to a PO box. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely. Was, it, it was still that way, you know. Yeah. Those pills did not make my dick bigger. Mm-mm-mm. Well, well, I mean, not, maybe if you did it around us, it would have. Been. I think uh, puberty. Did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. At certain angles. Yeah. So, <laughs> especially if I wore those specs. <laughs> so, uh, 
so like I said, the X-ray specs were his third big hit. It was just two year, two years earlier that he had the hit of his life. So we go back to those ant farms, right? They became big in 1956 and 57. Mm-hmm. Um, and 56. And so in 57 or 60, depends on which source you're reading, Bronnett tries his hand at a similar version of the ant farm using brine shrimp, mm-hmm. tiny little aquatic crustaceans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, on their own, as eggs, this is how I believe I understand it, they had a natural suspended animation, mm-hmm. you know, just as eggs. Yeah. And uh, then when you dropped them in water, in about 24 hours, they were hatch. And so his, uh, his version of it was called Instant Life. Mm-hmm. And he started advertising, and it sold all right. But then Whammo, a big, giant toy company at the time. Whammo! Whammo. They dropped a similar product called Instant Fish, mm. which was dehydrated, dehydrated eggs of African killifish. But the killifish didn't reanimate very well, mm. and the product immediately bombed, and with it bombing, took out Instant Life as well. Oh, why? Because it was the same product. It was the same ha- similar yeah. sort of thing. It takes the whole sort of industry name. of dehydrated crustaceans. Yeah, just off the market. But a couple years later, Braunhut, working with a marine biologist at the New York Ocean Science Lab mm-hmm. in Montauk, of course. I need something to fuck with these kids. In Montauk? Yeah. These are the Montauk monsters. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking Manhattan Project. Yeah, 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 exactly. fucking, with these stupid. Yeah. Jeff. They Jeff had the shout out back. Yeah, yeah. They're fucking around with shrinky dinks. <laughs> <laughs> also insane invention. Uh, there's a process that, that they called uh, super homeogenation. Oh, God. Uh, and what they did is they created a hybrid brine shrimp. From the hybrid, the spe- the brine species uh, Artema selena, and La Reina Selena. And what happened is these brine shrimp, these hybrids, were hardier and they survived shipping really well. Nice. And the the thing that he patented from this Hard. was a uh, chemical mixture that allowed the creatures to hatch and live much more successfully than mm. if they didn't have it with that. So that was his big patent on on this. Mm. But the thing was, it was the advertising. Yeah. The advertising of it was what really sold it. Yeah. And you can't uh, call it instant life. No, right. That's Not instant instant life. What what is that? Cereal anything. sounds like yeah. a cereal. No. Uh yeah, it's it's a it's it's definitely gonna freak your parents out. Yeah. And so the the two thousand twenty sixteen New York Times article about the legacy of all this, uh the, the the author writes that that Brana was perfectly reading the tea leaves of how vaudeville and magic was leaving the big stage of live theater and entering the small stage of television. Uh-huh. Mm. And his advertising was was the reading of this invisible goldfish X-ray specs. To me, what he's selling you is he's he's selling you on almost on yourself in a way. You can be a magician. Without ever having to learn magic, you, you just have to buy my product. A self-addressed stamped envelope That's right. and two ninety-eight. Yeah, you can blow people's minds mm-hmm. just with this thing. Yeah, that you you don't have to do any work at all. Yeah, no. Just steal it from your parents. Mm-hmm. Steal the money, and so it was this combination of this advertising magic that Braunhut now calls his new hybrid brine shrimp sea monkeys. Mm-hmm. Mm. And this is what the advertising looks like. Oops, see that? There you go. Oops, don't fade to black. Look at those fucking sea monkeys. Enter the wonderful world of amazing life. 
Right? Monkey. They have tails, these brine shrimp. They got fucking breasts. Yeah. Oh my and, god. But, they have smiles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's hairdos. a whole there's a whole family here. The, the 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 white family with the blonde mother. They're all enjoying the view. They're so eager to please. They can even be trained. They can even be trained. Now the thing with the sea monkeys is if they're attracted to light, so you just drag a light around and they'll follow it. Oh. There's really there's not. They can't. They can't really be trained. Yeah. 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 This is really crazy stuff. They, uh, they really, um, oh yeah. I mean, it's just a, it, they got a little castle in the back there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's really good. The wonderful world of the amazing live sea monkeys. It's a so bowl they, full of happiness. They have the family looking at the bowl, but they also have a family of sea monkeys. Mm-hmm. Yes. In the bowl. In the bowl. Yeah. And, and, and they're just having a dandy time. Mm-hmm. And if you, you look at the, uh, the, the artist rendition of the sea monkeys, mm-hmm. that would later be used in the cartoon. Yes. Yeah, they made a cartoon of it. I, I don't mm-hmm. have to step on, mm. but they they stayed faithful to the original yes. ad. Yes. Wow, with those stupid three heads. Yes, I forget who I I forgot who the artist is, but he, uh, oh, the little crown looking mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, the three antennae. But, yeah, Bron Bronho would would credit the author or the the, the designer. Yeah, that's uh, nice. Yeah, um, or at least say you know I don't know how much money he gave him, but only one dollar. So so here's how the. The system worked. They would send you this um, this uh, four-step system. So what would happen is this is what they called it: um, starter aquarium with a small uh, starter kit with a small aquarium and three numbered packages and a feeding spoon. So number one, water purifier. You put that in first. They say two, instant live eggs. Put that in second. They say instant live eggs. Three, growth food, and then the spoon. And then uh, you, you you add that to plain tap water in that order, and mm. based on the schedule, uh, including the directions, they'll appear in the tank in 24 to 36 hours. They start out small, they grow to half to three quarters of an inch in length over four weeks, and uh, sometimes they this version of them, this old version could live potentially for a couple of years. Get the fuck yeah, out of here. They grow legs. They sprawl up yeah. out of the muck. Yeah. They learn language. They grow yeah. prehensile thumbs. Yeah. They take over your life. Yeah. They they dance with the green. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, and so uh, they, they market it as being able to do tricks. It's, it's, it's biological. They're light sensitive. They can be trained to follow a light source. Outside the tank, they're translucent. They're born with a single eye. They might grow to. Mm. Yeah, depending mature. on your water, if you're in Flint. Right, <laughs> yeah. And, but the entire colony uh, can reproduce sexually or asexually on a regular basis. So mm, if you amazing. if you if they are hardy enough and live long enough, they can go. But here's what a, a fucking dreadful existence. But here's a here's Otherwise a little. Just gonna get eaten by whales. Yeah, well, mm. it's true. I mean, uh, the this type of shrimp, the brine shrimp, is grown in large form f- uh, as fish food. Yeah, in, just in the eggs and. Um, but but here's a little trick that uh, feed them to your invisible goldfish. Actually, don't. Yeah, don't know. It doesn't want to eat. Here's a little trick that Braun Hut did not after midnight for the. the the system there. Number one, it says water purifier. Number two, instant live eggs. When in fact, number one was eggs that mm. took 24 hours ah. to, to hatch. And number two was a small portion of blue dye that when it hit the hatched sea monkey, 
would show it would show it off more. It would right. stand out from if it had it would be more translucent without the blue dye. But you could now see it. Yeah. So, I this, see. so he's saying, oh, you're adding the instant live eggs. When in reality, you're adding a blue dye. You already added the live eggs. You already right? added the eggs. Now they're hatching 24 hours later, and the blue dye is now letting you see them. Wow. Mm. Smart. Yes. Yes. Yeah. He's fucking around a lot in that office. Yeah. What, oh. can, I, what can I do, man? He's fucking. See him, but I, I, had, I wanted invisible goldfish. I got him. <laughs> <laughs> I bought two million of the things <laughs> for twelve dollars. This is rather twenty sixteen. The New York Times article. Uh, this is, I'm going to quote from it. With sea monkeys fun. Uh, with sea monkeys, Braun Hood took his marketing. Le- to new levels. He spun off numerous whimsical books, all kinds of imaginary advice for caring for the tiny critters. He could coddle them with a sea monkey banana treat or Cupid's arrow mating powder. Cupid's arrow mating powder. Yo, I want these monkeys to fuck. Spanish fly for monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Synth coke for sea monkeys. You want to get them to fuck? These sea monkeys will suck your dick 24 to 36 hours, man. I put on my x-ray specs to know when the monkey wet. <laughs> they already x-rayed. <laughs> There were timely variations of the toy. There was a space sea monkey kit, sea monkey speedway that deployed giant eyedroppers to create race courses. The same experiment was repurposed into kits for sea monkeys ski trial, sea monkeys fox hunt, sea monkeys mystery robo diver. In 1992, CBS broadcast a sea monkey TV show starring, naturally, Howie Mandel. Yes. In 2006 alone, the sales for sea monkeys were 3.4 million. No, holy no, shit! Yes. No, yes. In 2006, yes. I I had sea monkeys, but okay, where? where like, what? Wow. Who, who, yeah. From comic books still? Oh no, I'm yeah, probably just Amazon. Pop, I mean, well, they had a TV show, you know. Uh, dude, you can get yeah. Dude, sea monkeys are still show. like they still sell that shit. At, like even just as a form of nostalgia, you go like Spencer's gifts or whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Those things, those you know, as it's in, a, it's just in a packet. Yeah. And the thing about the packet is that one of the uh, I think the one from from the New York Times article uh, in 2016 got one of those original packets from the guy's wife. And so today, the ones you buy in the stores, those are probably a Chinese knockoff. Because it's been licensed out, and some other company is Sent is now doing it. Mm. And but the ones, the original ones, actually still Hash. today in the old packets still do better. Wow, you got to get the original. No yeah. shit. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. We've perfected this, guys. Chinese sea monkeys. Only let be like ten. <laughs> So, so they're they're collecting your data. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah. Now uh, Braunhart was not done inventing after sea monkeys. He, no, he also invented the game Balderdash. No shit. Yeah, great game. Yeah, great game. And if you go through his patents, you can see he invented a insect trap, an insect observation center, the aquatic speedway. Uh, the raid like, Moche Motel, yeah. Roche Motel. Uh, the magician's bag is it just a it's a bag. it's a magician's bag. Um, but then at the end of this list, in the early 1980s, you see two items vastly out of place with the rest. Okay. Uh, one is a ballistic garment, basically a chest protector, not bulletproof. Uh, but here I'll show you the um, the ballistic garment. 
<laughs> you might not have been planning to wear bullets tonight. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was the tailor for the Kingsman. <laughs> Ballistic garment. Okay, looks like a bulletproof vest. It sure yeah. does. Yeah. It, wow, yeah. Look at that schematic, huh? Yeah, and another thing that uh, uh, he he patented was um, it was under the title Spring Whip Defensive Weapon. It's described as a defensive weapon for emergency use to disarm an attacker carrying and intending to use a knife, gun, or any type of offensive weapon. Fucking it's basically... A grappling? Oh, it's like a fucking... Um, a griba. Is it Daredevil's baton? It's a spring-loaded baton, basically. Yeah. Uh, nice, dude. And his, he called his the Kyoga. K-Y-O-G-A. Okay. That is in use a lot. Yeah, so is, is the uh, Kyoga Agent M5 or the Steel Cobra. And um, Nice, dude. Steel Cobra? Yeah, and so this was advertised. Um, Turn anybody into a sea monkey. This was also advertised in comic books. And 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 he um, it became public when in I believe it was 1979 he was arrested in New York City for carrying one because uh, a cop said you, that's a that's a concealed weapon you you can't you need a, a license for and that he, just pretended to he be went blind. to court yeah he went to court and the judge said you don't need a license to have that yeah um but it leads to the question the guy making the sea monkeys yeah why is he making this vest. And spring-loaded every, every, baton. Every, everybody's after his fucking money. He's a fucking millionaire. Dude, he's probably a spy. Well, I'll give you one hit. Monkey business. I'll give you one. He's I'll up give to some monkey business. I'll give you one hint. What? At some time in the 1950s, yes. Harold Nathan Braunhut changed his name to Harold von Braunhut. Is this about like free Hitler stamps? Harold von Braunhut? Uh, we should take a little break. All right, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> a very mysterious cliffhanger. We'll be back with more on von Braunhut. And we're back. Uh, folks, at this point, I'm just going to say, Patreon, please, $5 a month. We're trying to build a studio. We just bought a neon sign, thanks to Aaron. Yeah, thank you. Well, it's um, thanks to you guys. Yeah, no, thanks, thanks, to, to, thanks to viewers at home. All and, the patrons, and the listeners yeah. like you. And listeners yeah. like you. Yeah. Join us. Oh, you. No. Um, yeah, we've got a custom uh, uh, neon sign of the logo, which is a neon sign. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, order sense. is placed. Uh, a few short weeks, that'll be ready to go into the studio. State of the art. State of the art. Spared no expense. Oh, Dema. The we state Dema. of a Dema. Art. Flickers. A flicker. Uh, Dema. We got a nice big long wooden table. Oh, oh. So nice. The bar. The mini fridge. We're not going to have to go, get up and go anywhere to get a couple of bubblies. You nice. know what I'm no, 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 so no, 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 lighting. Ugh. Yeah. Um, and uh, we... Uh, we do an extra episode per week. Aaron, you just did some uh, more fan fiction. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. That was erotic, yeah. erotic fan fiction. Yeah, not my own. Uh, not this time. Not uh, your own. Some great people at the archive of our own web forum uh, submitted some wonderful fan fiction. We had some Swamp Thing and John Constantine. Yes. yes. And we had some... Um, a straight up incestuous Fantastic Four yeah, yeah, yeah. Fujinari as yeah, a matter yes, of yes. fact yeah I got into this fame book that I'm obsessed with right now um, we're doing some weird shit on the Patreon we're doing weird shit over there and you, I want you to be a part of it and uh, all you gotta do is give us five smackaroos a month baby or more <laughs> and also uh, shirts do you want a freak at the t-shirt do you want 
the profiles logo. We're clearing, we're clearing them out. Uh, in in the uh, in the Ramones, yeah. And we got to do a new one too. I actually, yeah, I, we're gonna come up with some new shirt designs. I'm kind of we got a new season of profiles. Yeah, coming yeah, yeah. I want to. Uh, I would kind of like a one eight hundred gay dude. Shirt. It's for you, Dad. Dad, it's for you. On the back. That's really good. I think it's funny. That's really good. And uh, yeah, so uh, (laughs) we have, of course, the Hard Pipe Hitters Union shirt, uh, Uh, which is uh, a very niche joke. A pretty, very niche joke about a male-on-male rape scene from a very famous movie. Uh, (laughs) And. What's the other, what's the other one? Oh, piss! It's number yeah. one. Yes, yeah. it is. Number Based one. on the Newport's sla- uh, ad, Newport now illegal advertisement. Just uh, yeah, now illegal. No, always been illegal. Yeah, approved by the Comics Code Authority. Yeah. Now, Matt. Yes, you, you just said that. Um, now, can you can you spell the the, the last name? Braunhut. B R A U N H U T. Okay. Okay. Braunhut. Yeah. And uh, so he changed his name from Harold Nathan Braunhut. Harold Nathan Braunhut. To. Harold von Braunhut. Right. So, so more Germanic, if that's possible. Yes. Now, why would he do that? Well, it was revealed 1988. Uh-oh. Mentioned in a fundraising letter for the Aryan Nations that $25 of each sale of the Kyoga spring-loaded steel cobra goes to Richard Butler, the founder and leader of the Aryan Nation. What? Is this another Jewish Nazi? Yeah. Holy oh shit. Oh my God. These guys, I tell you what, Nazis would be nowhere without, without Jews. Jewish guys. <laughs> oh, yeah, you, you, yeah. I just watched um, Raiders of the Lost Ark in preparation for, for the, the um, we're going to go see some Indiana Jones movies this weekend in the theaters. And it's another one where, like, it's Nazis using Jewish shit to try to take over the world. Yeah. I'm yeah. very uncomfortable by this Hebrew ritual, Mr. Bedok. Yeah. It's like, well, Are they... you familiar with Kabbalah? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, put on this yarmulke. We're going to do some Nazi shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, dudes make the best chicks and Jews make the best Nazis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you say that, man. So this is a January 22nd, 1988 Seattle Times article uh, titled Sea Monkey Man Hatches Something Much More Insidious by Eric Lactus. And I, I and well, we knew because he did the selective breeding. He was into eugenics. He made a fucking he made an Uber oh, right, fish. Yeah, yeah he yeah. did. He made the yeah. Uber monkey. Should have really said it. You know. They live for several more years than the Chinese counterparts. Does this have the strengths of also, also three he, sea monkeys? Also, he divorced his Jewish wife for an Italian woman. So well, she was a Jew lover. So, in the Seattle Times article, I don't. I I had to access the archive, and so the formatting isn't there. So I don't know. If this line is from this actual article, or the article is saying this interview with him is from Bill okay. Moreland, the spokesman review in Spokane, Washington. Okay. But this is what it said I called Von Braunhut, who is 61 and lives in a 100 acre state in Bryan's Road, Maryland. I told him that many of those people who, as kids, bought the sea monkeys would be surprised to learn that the man behind them was supporting Butler. And this is Von Braunhut. Let me ask you this. Why are so many people sympathetic to Martin Luther King? I've never seen a picture in the papers of him addressing actual communist organizations, and there are plenty of pictures that could be picked out from the files. It was a rambling reply that he gave. Van Braunhut went on giving this example of his feelings about race. 
The Koreans own every mom and pop store in New York. <laughs> Ever been in one? The inscrutable slanty-eyed Korean eyes just looking at you, it's there. The buying of America, it's happening in all major cities. He concluded, you know what side I'm on, I don't make any bones about it. <laughs> you know, just during the break, John was like, John asked a great question about comedy. <laughs> <laughs> And he said, is it okay to do a racist joke if it's in the voice of somebody else? And I think the answer is yeah. <laughs> oh, God. The sea monkey's guy is a Jewish Nazi. Yeah. Man. That's fucking... I mean, I guess what I said about the Hitler stems, I, I, it, it all, it all fucking I, ties itself together in yeah, a nice bow. I huh? didn't want to say too in the much. Shape of a yeah, I didn't want to yeah. give it away. There's something about, you know, it's like how, you know, any YouTube poll, man, it's going to white power shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why does it always go there? I think that's just you, man. It's a place to go. No, you know it's not just me. You know that is straight up algo yeah. on YouTube. Yeah. Like, hey, are you interested in uh, this white power? Yeah. White, what the fuck? Are you tired of being trampled on by <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the invasion? Are you ready to wake up, white man? <laughs> okay. it's, not, it's not the white people that's the problem. Let me tell you. Um, and Even though everybody in so Congress does the, is. Does the journalist talk about his Jewish identity? So, uh, so at that time, there wasn't um, as much... Uh, no, but later, and I, this is, I believe this, a lot of this comes from the 2000 LA Times article, um, where, uh, Tomer brought, reached out to the Anti-Defamation League and the ADL said, oh yeah, we got a file on this guy. <laughs> Thank you for asking. No one thought about asking. I oh. bet they have a file on a lot of people you, we wouldn't know about. Well, you definitely so, got one on Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, from the Anti-Defamation League, and I believe most of this is from the LA Times article, there's pictures of Von Braut posing in front of a Nazi flag, as well as him being listed as the leader of the Imperial Order of the Black Eagle, which was based in New York City. Uh, and it's a small group, but he was the leader of it, because he started it. Uh, <laughs> and he's listed as that. Tiny the, monkeys. He's listed as that. The leader of it in the 1984 Aryan Nations Congress list of, quote, outstanding nationalist leaders. At least one point during the one of the Aryan Nations Congresses, he was the guy who lit the cross. Whoa. When living in Maryland, he was asked about these activities. He replied, I'm not burning any crosses on my front lawn. I'm not holding secret Black Eagle meetings or racial meetings or KKK rallies. I'm not bringing my ideology to the air, any ideology to the area. However, it should be noticed from the ADL, um, uh, he published newsletters. There's a, a newsletter from an organization called the National Anti-Zionist Institute, headed by the a Nazis. <laughs> yep. That's yep. Yep. That's incredible. Yep. Oh my God. Uh huh. Uh, it, that was headed by Henrik wait, wait. von Braun. Oh. And the, von Braun Hut or von Braun? Henrik von Braun. Okay. Yeah. Like, he shortened it even more. Okay, so he changed, he even went more, yes. he just got shortened. And the address for that organization was the same address that you mailed money for Sea Monkey Paraphernalia. Oh my God. Wow. In, in his study in Maryland... His Maryland house, there was a German war poster autographed from 1940 by Goering, 
an inscribed photo of Mussolini <laughs> and a picture of World War II German aircraft signed by the Luftwaffe's top four aces. Oh my God. Holy shit. A, fo- <laughs> a former spokesperson for the Aryan Nation since reformed recalled Van Braunhut as a slight balding man who usually wore all black with, quote, a rather large nose for a person of the Aryan Nations. Oh my God. And he was kind of weird, he said. He said he'd give long speeches about numerology and he'd make reference to the pyramids. It just didn't play well. <laughs> oh <laughs> God. <laughs> he thought his extra specs worked. Yeah, <laughs> like, do you get kind of vibes of like, uh, <laughs> like all the cops that were in the neo Nazi biker gang? Mm-hmm. Where it's, it's all Jews in the yeah, Nazi yeah, 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 yeah. 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 They all kind of look at each other like, oh, we'll talk later. <laughs> God damn it. Uh, the the ADL said that rumors circulated about about bon, Von Braunhut, um, but they felt he was a solid, dependable, extreme right winger regardless. He's just one of them and can be trusted. Yeah. It's one of the good ones. It's the yeah. same thing with the guy I did. Yeah. yeah. Bra- he's, he's reliable. Yeah. Bra- Braunhut is quoted as saying, Hitler just got bad press. Yeah? Just got bad press? So if he got good press, it was fine? I mean, he, he did have good press for a while. He did have good press. Yeah, pre- he controlled he did, it. He, he did have good press. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, even in America. In the States, yeah, 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 the guy was fucking Lindbergh. Oh, in Germany, forget yeah. about it. The press was nuts about the guy. <laughs> France? <laughs> they were all like, dude, well, I can't get enough Hitler. I gotta have me more Hitler. Give me that Hitler. <laughs> so, I mean... I love I love Jewish women. Hitler, Hitler, Hitler. Oh, like a vault. But you know, it was, uh, you know, despite his quote unquote appearance, his money and his writing was well accepted. There was one newsletter where he said the best diamond is the purest diamond. Uh-huh. Wait, wait. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, the best diamond is the purest whitest. Oh, it's a white thing. Okay. Yeah. So you, don't mix the race. But you said it was. Uh, but you said it was accepted by them. Because, by, because, by the Nazis. Oh, yes, by the, because the of national anti-Zionist. Uh, yes. Industry, and his industry. and his money. I mean, he was. A, they, you have to spend a lot of money, I imagine, to be the guy who lights the cross at mm. the. You know. Yeah, throwing out the first pitch. Yeah, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude. Uh, but, you know, his money it went to various causes, including in 1981, he financed the purchase of 83 pistols, rifles, and revolvers for a leader of the Ohio Klansmen. Uh, he did Ooh. cooperate with the U.S. attorneys when they brought the charges against the Klansmen, and even showed up in a, uh, uh, the Grand Dragon, <laughs> and even, even brought them um, the sea monkeys when he... No, he them. did not. Yeah. Who? Who? The Klansmen? No, Von Braunhut. He, he brought the district attorney's fucking free sea monkeys. When when he went to cooperate with selling yeah. the weapons he's or going, financing the weapons, he's going. Yeah, some of you are on my mailing list. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's, he's like, you go. hey, Dave, good to see you out of. Good to see you. Uh, hey, hold on to those stamps, okay, buddy? Gonna <laughs> <laughs> be worth a lot. We're gonna be worth a lot. It's gonna be currency after everything goes down. You don't want to eat those sea monkeys too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> those are gonna be good for 40, 50 years and during cold, dry storage. Sea men, sea monkeys, hey, whatever. Dude. What the fuck? Uh, and it, so, so he didn't yeah. do time or anything. He just he just folded on on people he was conspiring with. Just that guy, at least. Yeah. There's no, I mean, there's no evidence that he. I didn't see anything about him folding on anything else. Yeah. Um. Uh. And, and even after all of this came out, there's no evidence that he was ever kicked out of the Aryan Nation. 
in fact, in, in, um, in 1994, th- this company, Basic Fun, bought the license to Sea Monkeys. Alan Dorfman, uh, he was the president of Basic Fun. Also, <laughs> he sold it to a Jew. Also Jewish. Uh, he, <laughs> he read... <laughs> he sold it to a Jew. Your fucking glee at that is really getting... <laughs> oh, God. Well, there's business and pleasure, yeah. and he really separated them both. Good for him. I mean, the, the 2016 New York Times article interview uh, uh, is talking to his wife because there's a whole thing about the estate, and he... And he and, <laughs> And it's like, at the at the end of the article, he's like, oh, yeah, so I found out that he's like a, a Nazi. And he asked his wife, and his wife goes, you know, there's some things you just don't talk about. Good wife, good woman. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We just don't talk about that. We don't talk about race. It seems like it's kind of a lot of his identity. Yeah, it seems like you walk in the study, you don't need to talk about it. I think it. there's some things that I don't <laughs> talk about. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. if, yeah, if you walk in... I don't get to if, talk if about If you walk into, you know, the, the breakfast nook, <laughs> yeah. he's going, I'll tell you about the Koreans. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know... Um, Oh, so, Heinrich. So, yeah. So, so, so there was. So, so he, wait, he, sells, he sells it to a Jewish person. So he sells. He, so we, he licensed. He licensed it to Dorfman. Oh, okay. Uh, and Dorfman. And Dorfman. And in 1995, a New York Times article comes out and identifies von Braunhut as a featured speaker at the 1995 Aryan Nations Congress. So Dorfman reads this, and Oy. he severs the contract. But as in the midst of his severing the contract, he's approached by another company, Educational Insights, who wants to buy the license. Mm-hmm. Their founder and chairman is Bert Cutler, also Jewish. Bert Cutler says, yeah, I know the story. I don't care. <laughs> the sea monkey's a big business. <laughs> and they were. Yeah. And they were. Yeah. And, and this is business. Uh, you know, like, the great thing, too, is that, like, you know, where all the power is, is, like, you know, the money. <laughs> And he's just donating to the Nazis. Yeah. He's like, yeah, they're not business people. Yeah. <laughs> he's going, not just the kind of people you give money to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got no Jews there. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think I did so? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have been Jewish if the Aryan Brotherhood didn't need me. <laughs> God, that is really stupid. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, so uh, Harold von Braun would die in 2003 after a bad fall. Poor guy. From Grace? <laughs> but, um, Slipped on a sea monkey. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> His fucking hermit crabs ate him to death. <laughs> I got all kinds of shit crawling around here. But there are multiple companies that would license sea monkeys, and multiple companies that would, upon licensing it, be told by some reporter that it's just not the same. It's no that you know the, the superior guy? race of sea monkeys. <laughs> what do you want me to buy the Chinese ones? Well, you know the guy. That did it, and and the uh, the 2000 LA Times article has this great this great moment where the the reporter is talking to these guys, and and one of the guy goes, "Oh yeah, I hear every time that guy does an interview, there's some fallout. I don't I don't want to know about it." And then another one goes, "Oh uh, wait, no, I didn't hear any of that." And uh, so the LA Times article sends him some info, and he goes, "Oh well, he's Braunhut sent me a letter." 
saying that he is not doing that. And the LA Times reporter goes, hey, can you send me one? And the guy goes, ah, the fax machine's broken. <laughs> and, and there's another one. The LA Times reporter goes like, hey, uh, uh, so... Um, so I mean, still taking the Nazis' money, huh? Yeah. So like, wait, do, do you you don't think he did it? And the guy goes, "No, I read that that Nazi stuff you sent me, and it's so poorly written. There's no way this guy could have done it." Wow. And it's know, just all we this. got a we got a lot of orders for these sea monkeys, and I'm just following orders. <laughs> <laughs> I'm filling orders. <laughs> just filling orders. <laughs> 52 units to Des Moines this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, so the, in 2016, there's a whole, um, the, the New York Times article goes into how there's a whole disagreement where um, the company that owns the license, they think that they own the sea monkey, the whole everything. Meanwhile, then Braun Hood's wife is saying, no, mm. you don't. You don't even use the real sea monkeys. You use the Chinese knockoff. Um, and so they were in arbitration. I, I have not seen if it was ever... <laughs> Settled in any way, but that's the story. Of- well, we're gonna have to have a follow up on this because mm. it is just rich. It really is. We gotta yeah. find out what's going on with these sea monkeys. Yeah, well, I mean, off to man. China. I... <laughs> I don't speak Chinese. <laughs> For the love of God, <laughs> uh, I yeah, I um, it, it's 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 perfectly tacky. It's, oh, it, it's perfect, perfectly tacky. And it's just Jewish it's, it's, sea it's, monkey it, guy, and and it being that, of course, is the tacky. But that's, but what is even more tacky is that the business of sea monkeys is so lucrative mm-hmm. people, that people are. It's hard business is business. Yeah. It's sea monkeys. Like it's not oil. Like you know, cannot, we, do, we, I, we I, deal with Saudi Arabia because they got you know all yeah, that. Yeah. But like, I mean, listen, man, yeah, say what you want about the guy, but these his sea monkeys, like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. These are class A C monkeys. <laughs> yeah. And it's not that Chinese bullshit. Yeah. No. Yeah. What do you want me to do? Business. Yeah. Yeah. The fact the, the tackiness of the of the business. Yeah. And an LA reporter being like, you know that's that's like uh, Nazi guy money, right? Like These doing- are blood monkeys, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> blood monkeys. <laughs> 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 no blood for monkeys. And then, and then, and then also, that's a good movie. How, blood, how, monkey, blood monkey, monkey, monkey oh, so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what was it? The Order of the Black Eagle. Yeah, right. Imperial Order of the Black Eagle. Imperial Order of the Black Eagle. Like, it does seem like he is like a kid in a treehouse. Yeah, he's fetishized. Yeah, yeah. He sounds like the kind of guy that would order sea monkeys. Yeah. Yes. He like it's like somebody sold him a, a black eagle pen. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Exactly. And he was like, oh, dude, oh, oh imperial no girls allowed. Yeah. Some Jews. <laughs> they like the the um to be a grown man. And to found the imperial order of the black eagle. And yeah. Dressing all black. And then yeah. and then and then uh. You know, he just wanted to be a part of a club. Yeah, but not Jewish club. Though they, they, he did, uh, according to report, like, um, like according to records, he did pay for the upkeep of his parents' uh, headstones in a Jewish cemetery. Yeah, well, that's nice. But you know, that's different. There's parents. Sure. Yeah. That's you know. Yeah. Good. He God, still man. he still paid over ten thousand dollars. To a Nazi, so they could buy eighty-three guns. 
Not 88. He did. <laughs> the business wasn't that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slow move. Really? Yeah, Sl- slow movement on the monkeys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that's fucking insane. Like, dude, that is, it's so perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but like, you know, kudos to that one, uh, toy company president who was like, oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cancel the contract. Yeah, yeah, National yeah. Anti-Zionist Institute. Wait a minute. <laughs> just a second here. Oh, I, it's too many letters. Let me abbreviate Let me just abbreviate this. it on the check here real quick. <laughs> what? Whoa. <laughs> Four L's. <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Just a second. I mean, send the check, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fucking incredible, man. Yeah. What a fucking character. See, I mean... Heinrich von Braunhut, and then just Heinrich von Braun. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he was, yeah, Heinrich Henrik von Braun. Yeah, wow. Uh, but Harold... Harold, Harold, Harold Nathan Braunhut to Harold von Braunhut. And then to Heinrich von yeah. Braun. So he had to, like, because it was, like... Growing up name, Harold Nathan Braunhut. Mm. Business name, Harold Von Braunhut. Yeah. Nazi name, Henrik Von yeah, Braun. It, it, it's, it's, uh, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure somebody. Evolution of man. Much smarter than me. Bad man. Who knows uh, uh, more about this, but there is the thing about Jewish names and like, you know, they, they made fun of it with like a Berg on uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm. Where it's like the the lawyer, where he's he's really Swedish, yeah, and and he's like, oh Berg, I thought you were a Jew. Yeah, he's like, no, I'm but he, but he's doing like he's like going to Jewish things, and, yeah. and mm. so he's just like, you know. But it's so great too because like the attitude of the show is like just basically saying like, oh well, no Jewish person would ever not have a Jewish lawyer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Which is amazing. Right. But um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I knew uh, a bunch of. Older uh, German Jews, uh, and and you know, uh, and and it's it's so crazy where like because like a lot of the names are very German sounding, mm-hmm. and uh, and you know it's it's I don't know it, it's weird like there's there's just so much of Jewish history that ties them to Germany. Of yeah, oh yeah, and uh, and and obviously you know other than the big one yeah no i mean even before that uh, way before yeah 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 it's 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 fucking it's interesting um wow need to need to look more into that frankenstein huh but but yeah it's a thing yeah you yeah you doctor yeah okay yeah 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 you mark this down as suspicious yeah yeah there is yeah thing who's the monster you hear the names and you go like, I don't know if that's a Jewish thing or a German thing. And it's funny because at one time they were probably just fine being the same, but now they're very different. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, like events have made them very, yeah. very different. Yeah. Uh, God, that's good. That is a good story. That yeah. is. Yeah. yeah. That's really good shit. Sea yeah. monkeys. See the sea monkey. It's just. And he bred the perfect one too. Yeah, yeah. Oh my like, god! I mean, he and, did. And, and you he had did to dress. Him, and you had to dress him up. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's all dye about thing. the uniform. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Plus, did you say they had a train station? <laughs> no. No, 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 they're easy to train. <laughs> oh, no, they're easy to train. Yeah, 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 yeah. They train yeah. on time. 
Well, you did have Italian wife, I suppose. Yeah. God, that is so stupid and tacky and it, yeah. petty and basic. Yeah, and, and, and low and, stakes and 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 playing at Nazi. Oh yeah. It's, it, yeah, like I was thinking about yeah. those those eighties. He was cosplaying. Those, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm not that there weren't real downstream effects from you know the American oh, Aryan Brotherhood, but I mean, like you know, the heyday was gone. And so it is kind oh, yeah. of cosplaying at that, it. You know what I was thinking about those 83 guns? I was thinking that's for them to look at and talk about what they're going to do. Yes. That's, While they're that, eating hot wings in a hot tub yeah. with a bunch of ATF agents. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, but they're, they're, no, seriously. But like, those are all those, you know, in essence, they're almost their x-ray glasses of, of sorts. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Very good point. It, yeah. It, yes. He, he, uh, he, he is cosplaying, but at the same time, like, he wrote newsletters with, he made speeches with the N word. He lit the cross. It's saying, oh, call, oh my call, God. calling people mud people. Like, mud just. Jesus Christ. Do you think that the Sea Monkeys was hatred. a cloaked uh, racial. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you have to kind of wonder, right? No, I don't you think know, it was. these people of Talo Khan and Wakanda forever, <laughs> they're just Sea Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> but that, that's. I, he. he 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 had that disassociation. He separated the business until yeah. maybe when he got older and he started making the weapons and body armor. I mean, the fucking steel cobra is a good. It's a good invention. It's a good invention. It's a good market. Like the name. Great is name. Perfect. Yeah. yeah. Steel cobra. Yeah. Oh. And it, it, like the ad copy said, like if you can't get a gun license. You can this get this. Is, you can get this. Steel Cobra, it sounds like malt liquor. It well, does. It does. <laughs> it's, it's King Cobra and yeah. Steel Reserve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Maybe that's how he got the name. Dude, King Cobra. Like, Drink it in your ballistic imagine, armament. Imagine, yeah, imagine, yeah. Can you imagine going into a store and being like, I'll have a King Cobra? Yeah. Jesus. Well, I can't, but I know. Jesus. You're all okay. out. How about Steel, Steel Reserve? Reserve? Steel Reserve? Anything? Out. Yeah. Old English 800? Yeah. Anything left in the toilet? Is there any ice? Any sort of ice beer? <laughs> How about you melt down all that ice you got in the urinals? <laughs> Throw it in one of those old Mickey's bottles. Kick it up a Oh, dude. shake it up. <laughs> shake it up. So you can call it a wee, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, yeah, Steel Cobra is great. Um, but I think It also sounds like a, um, a, like a modern glam rock band who mm. only plays in Hollywood. Yeah. yeah. We're Steel Cobra. Here we go. But you Steel know, I, 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 I think there's a thing about this, too. That is, it it shows the difference in the times, which is, um, this is where, uh, in PO boxes and low budget mail order catalogs, this was like where 4chan was, absolutely, right. and, absolutely, and, and you and and so the Sea Monkey guy, like what's coming through his PO box, right. is probably fucking just another existence, yeah. It's it's all niche weird shit. Yeah, it's the uh, dregs. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and and very very niche, very uh very miscellaneous, very odd. And I liked you know dabbling in there um when I was growing up, but you know you also got to realize like you know like not every conspiracy is true. Like yeah, most the, of them are. Yeah, <laughs> that's no. why they're conspiracy. Yeah, it's you know, but um, but also like those guys. <laughs> They had less of a voice. Now they had now like everyone. The, now now, they now have, everyone's got a voice. Now yeah, they have yeah, a voice, yeah. and it's and it's uh, obviously worse. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Things are worse. <laughs> I saw today on the uh, conspiracy subreddit. It was like, here's a picture of the back of the um, Apollo lunar ex lunar module, mm -hmm. 
Uh, and the bag's like, looks, it's held together with fucking curtain rods and duct tape. And, you know, for, if you look at it as an uneducated, conspiracy-minded person, you go, oh. This is oh, God. And, and then somebody goes, yeah, that was actually like forged high-strength high steel rods with, yeah. um, you know, like Kremlin high-temperature yeah. vacuum tape. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's with... Designed to withstand all this stuff. Yeah, and it weighs a thousand pounds. Yeah, yeah. And, or or even, or or yeah, and, and then somebody yeah. goes, yeah, that's the stuff my tinfoil hat's made out of. Like the conspiracy subreddit has fortunately been infiltrated by reasonable-minded conspiracy theorists. That's yeah. nice. We're like, this is bullshit. Shut yeah. up. We yeah. went to the moon. Yeah. 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 Maybe the, the reason they go, maybe we shot a few extra scenes in Kubrick's garage. Sure. But we went I, every yeah, time. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think, I think, uh, well, maybe we did some pickup shots. Yeah. Hey? <laughs> well, I mean, and the rest of like, they're all just like shutting each other down. Yeah. And it, it's actually one of the more reason. I mean, it's I, definitely I appreciate that. It's yeah. more reasonable than the Donald. You but know? the, thing, yeah, the yeah. thing is, is that like, you know, those stories when you hear like about some of the cosmonauts and stuff where they're talking about like, I held the door op- the closed with my hands. Yeah. Like, I had to do that so I wouldn't die. Yeah. Like, it was a rickety fucking... Yes. It was, it was bullshit. Yeah, it was yeah. a moonshot. It, I mean, it, it was... It, I mean, it was... I, I mean... I can't believe they did I, it. I can't believe they fucking they, did it. No, it's insane. They, they did it's it with slide insane. rules and pencils. Same thing Same thing with, with 9-11. You go like, it's a couple of guys with razor blades. I can't believe That is, it. the conspiracy is that a guy in a cave hooked up to a dialysis machine <laughs> got people with razor blades <laughs> to fly planes into towers. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, like, just did, the, did, cert, did other people... You know, make use of a tragedy. Yeah. Yes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. But I think that's the thing too is that like, um, they're like, there's this thing where like people are demanding like when they say oh it looks like it's like all taped together and blah 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 like it's like well, do you expect like Stark Tech in in 1968 and also like it, right. there's no air up there so right. it doesn't need to look good yeah yeah and like there's no air like it, it doesn't need to be aerodynamic when yeah. there is no air to be dynamic yeah, yeah. and exactly. you're and you're going like and what would you do yeah like how how, how should it look for you. Like tape, you, tape works incredibly well in space. Yeah, uh, tape works incredibly well in period. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Fact, and, and like remember that thing in Grand Torino? He just gives the kid duct tape and WD forty. Yeah, and he's like, start there. Good place to start. Yeah, it yeah, worked yeah. for Apollo thirteen. Yeah, and you know that tape that they used was like a hundred dollars an inch back then. Yeah. Now it's less. Right, but back then it was fucking the. Cats yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, we, but they may, might have even made that tape. They they probably invented it for yeah. that pr- particular purpose. Yeah. Um, the flat Earth stuff. You go like, well, uh, do you think do you it, think it, TWA is flying up over Iceland to get to England for their health? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and like and like to keep this. I mean, a major. A major, major secret. The fact that illiterate Greeks knew. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. a thing where you go like, and what is it? More bullshit from big shapes. Yeah, big sphere. For, yeah, for, remember in big, the cat, big, big ball shit. <laughs> big, big spherical. Big bullshit. Big ball shit. Big man. flat balls. Remember in the first episode of Cosmos, we when we were at the uh, the cabinet. Yeah, talk how they knew this. Is, so, is, is Sagan is going. Well, they figured out when the shadow was here, uh, and then when they're over in this other town, the shadow it's over looks here. Like this. Well, that it moved 
because it, there's this route. Yeah, this route. It's yeah. like they. You're you're saying every other planet in the solar system is round except for ours. You're is saying, that what you're saying? You're, either either you're saying I'm smarter than everybody in history, or you are dumber than a guy from a thousand years ago. Yeah, yeah, and, but <laughs> you didn't know how to wash it. But, but there's like, but there's <laughs> but there's there's also a thing where it's like it's either it's either having no faith or it's having way too much faith in the avail- ability of people to keep secrets. And, 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 yeah, and yeah. Or, or just like when you go like, okay, well, uh, 9-11, like, you go like, um, that was explosions or like whatever. But then also, you have, you just have no faith we could go to the moon? Well, it's, there's no faith in the intelligence. There's only faith in secret keeping. Yes. Which yeah. Which is some weird dichotomy of- Doesn't make any fucking sense. It's like, it's just like, okay, but what if it just was? <laughs> yeah, there's this thing of like, okay- you think we faked the moon landing and Russia didn't know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, you don't think Russia will be yeah. the first person yeah. to fucking call up their dog that they killed yeah. up there and be like, yeah. yo, is there a fucking people up on the moon? <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Yeah. Two barks for no. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, China and Russia would be like, there's no, there's no shit up here. Yeah, China and Russia aren't going, oh, they faked it. Yeah, they're like, fuck, they beat us to the yeah. punch. We still haven't gone. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but that was, you know, they, they Sputnik first. I was a big Dude, fucking. Sputnik for sure. Yeah. He's a traveler. Big, big fucking deal. Mm. Um, but yeah, like, I mean, once I read those. Cos- and it was just proof of concept for an ICBM. That's what that yeah. was. But the cosmonauts. And stuff, that was the whole space race it was, in it, was, it was like, I'm saying like, you know, like the stuff like dudes like improvising like, oh, I'll put a bar here. Yeah. So the fucking door doesn't fly open. I don't die. In the coming, vacuum of space. Yeah, yeah or yeah. coming back into the atmosphere or whatever the fuck. And like, you know, it, it, it was a fucking rinky dink operation. They hadn't, they hadn't done it before. So yeah. was splitting yeah. the atom. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, there's a there's a non-zero chance that we set off a chain reaction that obliterates the entire atmosphere. Right. Well, let's do it. Oppenheimer, watch That's it. right. Let's do it. Yeah. Is it out yet? No, no I can't no, wait to see I it. I can't wait to no, see it. No, yeah. Uh, Hadron Collider. <laughs> yeah. They were like, we might open a black hole, but we're still going to do... The time is in the black hole, it'll... It's a, it'll disappear. Like, <laughs> it'll only be a fraction of a second, which might be an eternity. Yeah, like, yeah. Destroy but, everything around us, but that's fine. Yeah. But that's a fucking that's a scene. Like those guys, you know, they had like a band and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Well, they invented the internet too. <laughs> oh, the Hadron Collider people. CERN. Oh, really? Yeah, CERN uh, was the internet was invented for uh, particle physicists to talk to each other. And they and then and then you find out they were nuts because it was like the Finnish one and the Japanese one that were saying they think people from the future are possibly sabotaging the hadron collider but then it then it worked then it worked yeah, yeah. Mm. but they were that was like that was like in the guardian yeah that they were oh, like yeah. they publish all kinds of they, dumb they, shit. They but it makes you go like man fucking scientists are fucking yeah insane. they watched yeah. watchmen and they were like oh tachyon yeah <laughs> tachyon get over here yesterday <laughs> man <laughs> tachyon get your ass over here yesterday <laughs> so that's that's, that's that's my favorite joke that's ever. that's from our friend Nakia at a, at a trim like yeah. in 2016 and she's like so Tachyon sounds like a black said, name yeah she said Tachyon sounds like a black name Tachyons are theoretical particles that travel backwards in time yeah and, and when she heard that like she's like Tachyon yeah. sounds like a black name and I go Tachyon yeah and get N- over here and Nakia is N- yesterday man get your black ass over here 
Yeah, Gia is a is, is a black woman actor, incredibly talented. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now the the now the joke is being done through Aaron's. Mm. <laughs> no, it was my joke. <laughs> I know. Okay, I'm Inspired by her going, Tachyon sounds like a black. Yeah, yeah. Tachyon, and, right. and she has like a thing for like. Oh, she names. Oh, yeah. she does have a thing. Well, she's for names. a great name. So yeah. and for shouting, and for shouting on faces. She's oh my god, her fucking. She's her, one of my favorite people. In the yeah, world. her like appalled face with like those fucking eyes she does, and she has like. She's also Boston, yeah. which is hysterical too. Yeah, she's a kid. Real mess. Yeah, like real mess. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, that man. She's so fucking funny. Yeah, what a unique person. Yeah, I love her. Fellas, I think we did a great job. I think so. We cracked the sea monkey paradox. Yeah, yeah. Sea monkey paradox. We got those stamps coming. Yeah, yeah. Hold on to them, guys. And they're scarce. And they're free. Well, I'm gonna hypnotize you guys and steal them from you. I think you already did hypnotize us. (laughs) You did hypnotize us, man. That was a great profile. Yeah, thank you. Uh, I'm gonna say goodnight. I love you. Oh, uh, thanks to Patrick. Yes, Patrick Zog. Oh, Zionist own government? <laughs> no, no, it's Z A U G. Okay, Z A U G G. Yeah, something like that. It was his, his suggestion. Yeah, yeah I've, ta- I've talked to him before. He's cool. Yeah. Um, thank you, Patrick. Thank you. Love you, buddy. It was a um, great suggestion. Yeah, really, really, it really was. And man. also, thank you for not reading ahead. <laughs> Who us? No, him. I think I. I oh, did he? I told him I was going to do it, and he's like, "Oh, I, I don't, I." Oh, he stopped investigating. Yeah. That's, That's great. great. That's, That's really so sweet. great. I hope it lived up to it, man. I think yeah. it did for me. <laughs> it did, did, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I think one of my one of the most amazing things about it is like I I do all these profiles where I read the whole fucking biography of the person. So you get like all of the all of the knowledge, you're like, why did they do this thing? Well, we have so much to know. And this guy no idea why he became a Nazi. Yeah. Not a single idea. No. But he did. Experience. That guy was probably really alone a lot. Yeah, dude. <laughs> he, was, he was advertising the people through the back of comic books. <laughs> yeah. True. True. At least Count Dante had a class. Yeah. You know, he had, like, people to interact with. Yes. Count yeah. Dante. God. Lethal weapon. Yeah. Yeah. Class. Yeah. Count Dante. Yeah. Fucking hell. Dude. Yeah, oh, man. And then both of them are like, these guys in the funny pages. They're like, I want to do violence. Yeah. <laughs> I want, I want like. No what? wonder the government thought comic books are corrupting <laughs> yeah. the youth. They were right. Yeah, <laughs> these people advertising the back of comic books were psychopaths. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it it's was, a, it's, it's a miracle that more comic book readers are not horrific serial killers. Yeah, maybe they are. Do you know? I'm, I'm sorry. To, to, do another little tangent here, but that's fine. People the, like it. The thing, <laughs> the thing of uh, marijuana being Schedule One. Oh, it's a nightmare. Well, it's, it's, be- it's because of the newspaper folks. But it, it was, it was. I mean, it's, it's. First of all, it was racism. Well, Without it's, a doubt, oh, it was oh, racism. Yeah, 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 but then yeah, it was yeah. also this thing. Of Hemp like, was a valuable. But it was uh, also commodity. a thing too, where I think they're like you know, in the sixties, they're going like, oh, it's like fomenting yeah. revolution and revolutionary. But like, I didn't realize like like. William Randolph Coke Hurst? and like heavy shit was like less like scheduled less. It, it still is. Yeah, dude, what the fuck is Coke that? And he- they're still scheduled less. Yeah, well, but crack isn't. No, crack is up there. Yeah, yeah crack is scheduled. I mean, if, you, if you can figure out the difference. Yeah, like you got you, like that should <laughs> just be that should just huh. be like basically like PCP. You know, I mean, I'm not. There's not a lot that should be scheduled. No, yeah, no, no, no. Just don't do PCP. Almost nothing. Yeah, should don't, be scheduled. don't do it. Please don't. But end up like Big Lurch. <laughs> Ruin your rap career. Yeah, Patreon, a few folks. people's lives. Oh, yeah. big lunch. You rang. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that I, 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 I was, that, 
fucking blew me away. I was like, schedule one. It's not a logic-based government. No. It's a... No, but I mean, but uh, yeah, I think I think also like what you're saying, like like there, there there was there was trouble in comic books. I mean, we came out of there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so, you know. cheers, boys. All right, Matt, I love you. Excellent profile, Thank wonderful. You. Thank you. Aaron, Thank I love you too. Likewise, I love Bloody you guys job. at home. Um, Send wanna... us money. <laughs> yeah, we got to build this fucking studio, man. It yeah, it's gonna look so nice. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Christ, There's going to be a Sibian in there. Yeah, There's going to be a Sibian. Oh, oh, yeah. Only fans. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a Fansly or a Many Vids. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, Matt's, Matt's writing to legal porno right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of, um, what, uh, like, <laughs> what race of Sibian are you going to order? <sighs> Human. <laughs> Hockey soda. Okay. I like your style. I prefer a sea monkey. Oh. <laughs> 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 the Sea Monkey Sibian. Easy to train, man. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say goodnight. I love you. My name is John Fahey. I'm Aaron Peter. My pursuit. Good night, everybody. We love you. Good night. Podcast Network.